0: I'd like to welcome you to the second class on our seminar on Bhagavatam at a glance, Canto One, and this will be the last day of the seminar. So here we are. We're in Chapter Ten. Yesterday we heard about Mishma and Kunti and Krishna driving Arjuna's chariot and so many things. And today we will hear uh, the second part of Chris Canto. How you to steer is really the kingdom, we can see here in uh, these verses, there was enough rain, there was enough sunshine, it wasn't too hot, it wasn't too cold. I'll read verse 6. Yudhisthira's enemy was never born, thus the climate was never too warm, nor too cold, nor was there strife for any citizens throughout their life. So this is based on this book, Bhagavatam on the 1. And each of uh, these pictures are inside this book, along with poetry. And each of these panels is a picture of each of the verses in the chapter. So we just read, read verse 6, how, how wonderful it was in the actual kingdom of Yudhisthira, ruled by a Krishna conscious king. So then the second section here is about Krishna's departure. He's leaving. Now everyone and all the residents of Hastinapur are feeling heartbroken because Krishna is leaving. And the ladies got up on top of the roof and they're showering flowers down. So I'll read uh, verse 13. The hearts were all melting in the pot of attraction. Their eyes are unblinking as they watched his every action. They moved hither and thither in perplexity for He is the center of all prosperity." So the lesson we learned yesterday, we're learning many lessons inside of this chart and these pictures, so in some of the pictures we'll learn lessons. So one lesson we learned yesterday that we learned here is wherever Krishna is present, everything is auspicious. And if Krishna, Krishna is not there, or if you forget Krishna, then everything becomes inauspicious. So that's what's happening here. Krishna is leaving Hastinapur. Everyone is feeling separation and feeling that everything has become inauspicious. So part two, uh, Krishna's creation. The ladies are talking about Krishna. They're up on the roof and they're talking how Krishna creates. Here's the ladies up here and they're talking about Devotional service and creating, how Krishna creates, maintains, and annihilates as Vishnu. I'll read verse 22. The personality of Godhead gave unto matter all parts and parcels who desire to scatter away from Him and to separate. Thus, their forms and names Maya did create. Now, here Krishna. In well, one lesson we learn here: these ladies are talking about Krishna. As they glorified Krishna, they were with him. So we can also glorify Krishna and be with Krishna. If we're talking about Krishna, just like these ladies did, then Krishna will be with us. Because talking and Krishna, talking about Krishna and being with Krishna is the same thing. He will be with us. If he hears us talking about him, he will certainly come and be with us. So that's the lesson in this picture. So I'll ask you at the end of the picture to remember this lesson. So here in the middle, Krishna and Dvaraka, they're talking about what Krishna does in Dvaraka, how he's with his wives and with his mother and father. Here he's with his wives and children doing different things. And then Krishna's journey after he left and everyone went to see him off, and he went to different villages, and people from the villages were able to see him as he was going to Jordan. So what lesson did you learn from this picture? Yes? If
1: you talk about Krishna, Krishna is present, is
0: not Okay. If you talk about Krishna, Krishna is present. Yes, okay. Krishna, Krishna is present. In chapter 11. Krishna's coming into Dwarka he blew his concho, and everybody came running like they were woke up from a sleep, like they were sleeping, they were, Krishna was away, they were just meditating on him. And now he came, and they're all running to be with him. Everybody is so happy, they're having a festival, it's all auspicious now, Krishna has come. So I'll read verse 9. When you go away, O Lord, Lord His side, by a million fold each moment's magnify. Our eyes become useless as if there's no sun when out of Dwaraka, you have gone." So this is the, they are so happy to see him. And Krishna reciprocates with devotees, that's this next section here. Each devotee, his seniors, he's offering obeisances. And his equals, he's embracing. Here, he's embracing Balaram. And uh, with his juniors, they are offering obeisances and he's giving blessings to them. So, what was the lesson here? Did we have a lesson? Oh, we didn't have one. Okay, never mind. Next picture. Um, Krishna. Meets his mothers and he's offering obeisances, seeing his mothers, and then he meets his wives and they're sending the children to embrace him. He's meeting his queens. But they could not agitate him, even though they they could make Brahma fall down and Shiva, but they could not agitate Krishna. So, chapter 12. Yudhisthira's devotional rule, again, even the demigods were envious of his opulences. And Krishna saves Pariksha, now Pariksha is going to be born, so we hear about him, he's famous even in the womb of his mother, because he was saved by Krishna. I'll read verse 7. When Pariksha in embryo was suddenly burnt by ramastra weapon, Krishna soon learnt, he approached his mother with all haste and speed, she could see him performing this deed. So Pariksit's birth here, and all the good signs of the Zodiac came, all auspicious signs, and Pariksit was born. And the brahmanas predicted this child will be well known as one who is protected by the Supreme Lord. So part two, Pariksit's glorious future. So he's going to be equal to Ram in truthfulness, equal to Krishna and Narayan. We're giving protection to all living entities. He'll be strong like a lion, steady like the Himalayas. He'll have the qualities of Vishnu, Brahman, and Shiva. So what he'll and he'll be a Bhagavat, the great devotee of the Lord. I'll read verse twenty-three. His will be Brahma's equanimity of mind. Like Lord Shiva, he'll be munificent and kind. The shelter of everyone like Nor- Narayan. These are predictions which you can rely on. So then last part of this chapter, Yudhisthira's horse sacrifice. He wanted to counteract all the people who died in the battle of Krukshetra, so he performed a horse sacrifice. And chapter 13... Uh, Vidura returns to Hastinapur. Vidura was a brother of Jitarashtra, and he was learning from Maitreya Muni um, about, he was hearing Shima Bhagavatam, from Maitreya Muni, and then after he finished his studies, he came back to Hastinapur just to help his brother, Jitarashtra. When the, the inhabitants of Hastinapur, so they all came running. Also, because he's such a great devotee. And this second part here, Yudhishthira questions Vidura, and Yudhishthira said, You are just like a place of pilgrimage because you carry the Lord in your heart, so wherever you go becomes purified and become. You turn all places into places of pilgrimage. So that was how he he greeted him. And uh, Then Vidura preaches to Dhritarashtra here in this last section. He said, My dear king, get out of here immediately. Just see how fear has overtaken you. Your body is now overtaken by invalidity, and you are living in the home of another. You have been blind from your very birth, and now you became hard of hearing. Your memory is shortened, your intelligence is disturbed, your teeth are loose, your liver is defective, and you are coughing up mucus. And that is the summary of old age. So when you, can become, when you become old, this is what happens. Your liver is bad, your teeth fall out, and uh, all these things happen to you. Uh, when you get over 50, 60, 70, if you, if you make it that long, it's Kali Yuga who knows what can happen. If you can even live to become old. But this is, this is the news. Of what's uh, this is what's happening. So I'll read verse twenty five. To give up your body, you may be unwilling, like a miser, protecting a precious shilling. You're clinging to life at all honors, cost, unmindful that soon all will be lost. So here is the lesson in this picture. before death, before the body starts falling apart, one should renounce material life and go out and preach. So that is the sum and substance of our movement. We all go out and preach. You don't even have to wait till your body starts falling apart. You can preach at any age, and you don't have to leave your family. You can take your family with you. They can also preach. So here, oh, no, part two, Dhritarashtra leaves home, so Dhritarashtra, his wife Kantari, and Ridura, they all left immediately without telling Yudhisthira. So Yudhisthira came to look for them, to offer obeisances. He saw they were not there, and he asked Sanjaya, where are they? And Sanjaya said, oh, I don't know. I've been cheated by those great souls. So then Narada preaches to Yudhisthira. Yudhisthira is feeling really bad because he thought, oh, I could not protect. He was thinking, I'm protecting Juttarashtra. I'm protecting him. and Narada preaches to him, he says, Don't lament for anyone. Everyone is under control of the Supreme Lord. So look to the Lord Shri Krishna only. You you wait here as long as the Lord is here on this earth. So the lesson here is Lord Krishna is the only protector of everyone. And that goes if you're a mother or a father, a parent, at some point you have to realize that and let go of your idea of that you are the protector. I mean, of course it's natural that you have to protect your children, but eventually it comes to the point where they actually grow up and you have to let Krishna protect them. Uh, so here, Dhritarashtra's perfection. So why is Narada telling the future? Because He doesn't want Yudhisthira to go running after Dhritarashtra and bring him back. He says five days from now he will leave his body in a yogic fire. His wife Gandhari will also enter the fire um, of the cottage. His cottage will burn up and she will also enter the fire. So no need to go after, after them. Okay, so what lesson did we learn in this Hmm? What did he say? this.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: Anybody else? Yeah?
1: Krishna is the protector of everyone. The...
0: Krishna is the protector of everyone. Okay. Good. Yes, that's, that's a hard lesson to learn for some of us. Try to protect ourselves, protect our families. Okay, Here we have chapter 14, Kali's influence. So Yudhisthira noticed, um, see Arjuna has gone to Dwarka to find out what is the next plan from Krishna. What, a few months passed and Arjuna didn't come back, so Yudhisthira was observing inauspicious omens. People were becoming greedy, angry. And disruptions in the seasons, so now we have disruptions in the seasons, so we should know that that is an inauspicious sign. And the, the second part, inauspicious omens. So here we are seeing, again, in the absence of Krishna, everything is inauspicious because Krishna has left the planet. Dogs, jackals are barking fire. Here we have fire coming out of their mouths. The deities are crying, cows are crying, and owls are hooting, and there are hurricanes. I heard recently there was an earthquake in California, and uh, one temple also caught on fire in Tucson, Arizona. The temple was okay, but all the deities paraphernalia was destroyed, and the kitchen, all the supplies, the storage. All the storage areas were burned. So this is this is happening in Kodayuba and auspicious things are happening. And uh, I'll read verses 17 and 18 of chapter 14. The rays of the sun planet are all declining, and stars fight together instead of shining. Living entities appear to be ablaze, and they weep and cry in a daze. Rivers and ponds are all disturbed. My mind by events is very perturbed. Butter no longer ignites in fire. What is happening? By whose desire?" So what was the lesson here? Um, I think I did mention it. Yes.
1: When Krishna leaves, everything becomes
0: Yes. Very good. When Krishna leaves. So Krishna has left the planet and all these things are happening now. Yeah, you know, so So, Krishna's family. Uh, no, Arjuna came back from Dwaraka and he's looking really depressed. His head was down and he was crying. And Yudhisthira was asking about all the relatives, Krishna's family. These are all the relatives. And then finally, he was asking how is Krishna doing in Dwaraka, Krishna's welfare. Uh, then he asked about Arjuna, what about you? Are, are you you have a disease or somebody um, was offensive to you? Or you didn't give in charity? What's your problem? Or is it that your friend Krishna has left? Of course, you just you're, had an intuition what the problem was. So we go to chapter 15. Arjuna remembers Krishna. I read verse 5. O king, the supreme lord has now left me all alone. He cheated me as his close friend, but now to grief I'm prone. As his servant, I was granted power very vast. The demigods are astonished, but now all that is past. So Arjuna's lamenting the disappearance of Krishna, and he remembers Krishna's protection. How many ways was it? he ran with the chariot wheel to protect Arjuna in battle, protected Draupadi, he protected the Pandavas when they were in the forest, protected when Arjuna was fighting with Lord Shiva. So many ways he protected the Pandavas. Read verse 17, Lord Krishna served me as part Parthasarthi. Although in proper etiquette, he did that for me. And by his mercy, I was saved from the foe when to give water for my horse's eye to go. So the last section, Arjuna's power is lost. He was defeated by some coward men when he was taking Krishna's queens to Hastinapur. So again, in the absence of Krishna, everything is inauspicious. Now, chapter 15, Arjuna is feeling really, really depressed and lamenting, and in that state he said, now I'm remembering Krishna's instructions from Bhagavad Gita. So the lesson here, If you're feeling separation from Krishna. Remember his instructions, read Bhagavad Gita, and you will be with him and you will feel solace in separation. So I'll read verses 27 to 29. To govinda's instruction, I'm now attracted for heartfelt relief as those contacted. By thought of Lord Krishna, deep and profound, Arjuna freed from ignorance, deep peace found. Lord Krishna's lotus feet, he remembered constantly. His devotion grew, and thus his mind was set free. So the last part here... Mm-hmm. No, the, the middle part, Yudhisthira leaves home. When he heard Lord Krishna left, he immediately left. He dressed himself in torn clothing, gave up eating solid food, and became dumb and let his hair grow long. And then Pandavas and Jopadi leave home. When they saw Yudhisthira leaving, they also left home. Uh, they saw the age of Kali as it had arrived, and the citizens were affected by irreligious practice. So they also left home. I read 47, 48. By pure consciousness and constant devotion, they achieve Goloka and its nectar ocean. Krishna's place is attained by the pure who desire only Him and nothing more. Okay. So what lesson was here? Yeah. Um, yeah? Uh,
1: mm-hmm. If we. If we separated from Krishna,
0: we read Bhagavad Gita. Read Bhagavad Gita. Okay. Or if we have any problems, too. Like Arjuna had a problem. He was he lost all his power. So he read Bhagavad Gita and he was feeling better. Good. Okay, Chapter 16. Preekshat meets Kali. Krishna meets Kali. Um, so Kali has arrived, and um, here after that, Sutta Goswami starts speaking and saying, no, Shonaka. Shonaka talks about Krishna-katha, we are enjoying hearing about Krishna so much. So here we see the lotus feet of Krishna and devotees are licking up the nectar from Krishna's lotus feet. I'll read verses 6 to 8. Devotees lick up honey from his lotus feet, from mundane stories they turn and retreat, desiring life eternal and liberty. Some escape death's slaughter and are set free. Yamaraj is here, and if he remains, no one present shall suffer death's pains. Those who must bow to Yamaraj's law should hear all these pastimes we have in store. So this is... Uh in Bhagavatam class, Yamaraj is present, so no one will die as long as you're in Bhagavatam class. The sages have invited Yamaraj. <coughs> so it's the safest place to be in this world is Bhagavatam class. Mm-hmm. Everybody should go every day. And uh, last part, Pariksha tours. Oh, and so that's the lesson, to be safe from death, hear Krishna kata, and will save you from Yamaraj. So the last part, Kriksha tours his kingdom. So because he saw Kali entering his kingdom, he decided to make a tour and make sure everything was all right. And while he was traveling, they were glorifying. He heard people always talking about his, the Pandavas, his grandfathers, and Krishna. So what was the lesson we learned here in this picture? Mm-hmm. Krishna Kata saves from Yamaraj. Yes. Krishna katha saves you from Yamaraj. So always talk about Krishna. And you don't have to die. You just go straight to Krishna. Instead of dying like the normal people die, Krishna comes and takes you by the hand. Or Lord Chaitanya comes, or Prabhupada comes. Somebody comes. You're not alone there. Somebody comes for everybody else, too, and that's the Yamadutas. We don't want to be taken by the Yamadutas. They're actually in the hospitals, it happens. Uh, People who are dying, they get very restless, and they start screaming, and they're seeing the Yamadutas, and they call it some name, I forgot the name they call it, restless, restlessness or something. before you die. So just do a Krishna kata. Okay, so part two. Dharma questions Bhoomi. So Dharma is a bull of religion, in the shape of a bull. And cow is Bhoomi, or the earth, in the shape of a cow. And they, and they met, and the cow is crying, and Dharma is asking, why are you crying? And she said, here we have separation from Krishna, because before Krishna's footprints were on my, the surface of the earth, and I was feeling his footprints everywhere, and I was so happy. And now he has left. So how can I tolerate separation from Krishna, separation? So then next, Krishna challenges Kali. Kali is beating the bull. The cow and Parisha comes and challenges him. How dare you beat the cow? You think Krishna and Arjuna are gone? No, I am here and I will protect the cow. So Parisha consoles the cow and the bull, don't worry. As long as I'm here, you don't have to fear. Then he asked the bull, Who has cut off your three legs? So I'll read verse. 9 of chapter 17. O oh, Sura son, lament no more. No more fear need you endure. I am the king, and here and now I'll protect you and also the cow. So he's consoling the cow. And the bull, he asks, who, who has cut off your three legs? So Dharma, the bull, in answer to the question, says, um, actually... I cannot understand who has cut off my legs. Because there's so many philosophies and so many different opinions. Some say karma, some say it's the stars, some say it's this or that time. So I don't really know who has cut off, who is responsible for cutting off my legs. So Berkshire said, oh, you are the personality of religion because you know that If you identify the perpetrator, then you will suffer as much as the perpetrator. So that's the lesson here, a difficult lesson that one who identifies the sinner suffers as does the sinner. If you criticize someone and say, oh, just see what he's doing, you will suffer the same as that person, you will suffer the same punishment as that person. So this is the lesson we learned from this picture here. Part 2, Pariksit pacifies dharma. So he said, in the age of satya, your four legs were there. So what are the four legs of religion? Austerity, cleanliness, mercy, Juh-ful-ness. and truthfulness. So that's the lesson here. For What are the four legs of religion? Austerity, cleanliness, mercy and truthfulness, or actually the order is cleanliness, mercy, austerity, and truthfulness. So here in the middle, Pariksha confronts Kali, he's ready to kill him, Kali surrenders. So he said, okay, since you surrendered, you don't need to fear for your life, but you cannot stay in my kingdom. So then Pariksha reestablishes religion, and Kali said, well give me some place. He said, Okay, you can stay where there's illicit sex, intoxication, meat eating and gambling. These four places you can stay. Kali. And how did Pariks should re-establish religion? He started the Harinam he he was chanting Harinam, Prabhupada said in the Purport. He had Harinam Sanghirtan. So isn't that interesting? Even five thousand years ago it was happening, according to Shida Prabhupada. That's how he re-established religion. I'll read verses forty three and forty four. Thus Brig rules the kingdom with all success, coming in Yudhisthira's family of kings with great prowess. Okay, so what lesson in this picture? yeah?
1: Yes, four legs. Four legs of religion? Our cleanliness, uh, mercy, austerity, and, and truth. Truthfulness.
0: Truthfulness. Good. Good. And the four, actually, according to chap- uh, Canto 3, Chapter 12, these four legs of religion are supposed to be upheld by the four orders. Brahmacharis are supposed to uphold cleanliness, and Vyasta's mercy and Prastha's austerity and sannyasis, truthfulness. So here, chapter 18, Pariksit's qualities. So the very day and the moment that the Lord left, Pariksit, uh, Akali, sorry, Kali Akali came. He entered. Now, why didn't he kill Kali? He could have killed Kali, Pariksit, but he knew there was one good thing. There's many good things. He saw the auspicious things in Kali Yuga. And one auspicious thing was, uh, I'll read verse 7, Maharaj Priksha was a realist, knowing in Kali Yuga good does exist, pious thoughts are rewarded straight away, sin must be gross before bad karma, holds sway. So here's a lesson, important lesson to learn here, that if you think something good, you get the benefit of doing the actual thing. You will get the reaction, the good karma, from thinking good. And if you think bad, you will not get the reaction. You have to actually do it in order to get the reaction. So this is a special concession for the Age of Kali, that thinking bad does not give you any bad reaction, but thinking good, you get it. You get the good reaction. So these New Age philosophies all say positive thinking. There, it's, There's some truth in it. There's some truth in that, that uh, if you think good, it will attract good and it will be good for you. It will attract good things. Okay, so we go to um, Nectarian Krishna Kata again. The sages said to Sutta, we just begun this fire sacrifice, and The fire is making smoke all over our bodies, but we're very happy to hear the nectar of Krishna-katha that you are distributing." And then they say, Just a moment's association with a pure devotee is more valuable than heaven or liberation. So that's the second lesson here in this picture. Just a moment's association with a pure devotee is more valuable than heaven or liberation. And last part, Krishna's glories. Here we see the nectar coming, flowing, Ganga Devi, purifying Lord Shiva, taking on his head. So this is uh, compared to discussing the pastimes of Krishna. So we had two lessons in this picture. Anybody remember one? Mm-hmm. First one
1: was that in Kali Yoga, a special uh, scene is that by just thinking about good things, you can you get a reaction for doing that. Mm, right. And if you're thinking badly, there's no reaction. The action has to no do reaction. it. Go Unless ahead. you do badly.
0: Then yeah, you don't. have to do it to get the reaction. Just thinking it will not give you the reaction. In previous ages, thinking badly would give you the re- You would get the reaction for it. Okay, what was the other lesson we learned here?
1: Uh yeah. Uh, just uh, by the moment
0: association with derivability is more important than liberation. Liberation. Okay. Okay. Pariksha insults Samika. So Krishna uh, was hunting in the forest, he became very thirsty and hungry hungry. He came to the sages ashram, the sage did not greet him, he was intense. So the king got angry, he wrapped a dead snake around Sumiki, Rishi's neck, and left. Then the son found out, Pariksha cursed, he cursed Pariksha to die by the bite of a snake within a week, seven days, and here Kali is very happy, he could enter through this curse and start his activities without the king being present. Shamika's lamentation, when his father found out, he was really upset. He was lamenting. He said, oh, what have you done? What a great sinful act. And he was praying to the Lord, please forgive him. He's just a boy. He doesn't know what he is doing. So chapter 19 is about the appearance of Shukadev. Pariksha renounces here. As soon as he heard, that he was cursed, he said, very good. Very nice. No more callous politics. Let me just go and sit in the Ganga and hear Krishna Pata. Second part, sages surround Pariksha. From all over the universe, the sages are coming to hear Shemaya Babatanda is going to be spoken to Pariksha. I'll read verse 16. If I again must take birth, this is what I pray, being attached to Krishna, that with his devotees I'll stay. With all beings I'll have friendly relations. Thus, O Brahmanas, please accept my prostrations. So last, end of the 19th chapter of Pariksha, Questions, the sages. He says, what is my immediate duty? Tell me. What is the duty of everyone in all circumstances, especially those about to die? Then Shukadev appears, and everybody stands up to receive him. So the sages there, they were expert in the art of physiognomy, and they all could see from his bodily features that he was a very advanced soul. So they offered their respects. I stand him up. And Pariksha came also and offered obeisances to Shukadev. Pariksha questioned Shukadev. He said, Please show me the way of perfection for everyone and especially one who is about to die. What should I hear, chant, remember, and worship? And what should I not do? And the rest of Bhagavatam living cantos will be the answer to these questions by Maharaj Pariksha. So, if you have any questions, you can ask at this point.
1: Yes? So, if we don't get the result of doing uh, these bad things by thinking them, then what result do we get from this bad thing?
0: So, if we don't get the reactions from the bad things by thinking of them, then what? No reaction by thinking. No reaction.
1: Yeah. So no, what is your question? No, there is no
0: reaction. No, no reaction by thinking. That's the special concession for agent of Kali. For thinking good things, you get a reaction. For thinking bad things, no reaction. You you waste your time and you might get depressed, and that might be. But um, you won't get the reaction like if you kill somebody in your mind. You in previous ages, you would be killed. Actually, just by thinking of it. But now, you, you won't be killed by thinking of killing somebody.
1: Yeah, but like, is there some reaction that we might uh, uh, put in action or
0: something like that? What do you mean? Uh, do you think it might go from subtle to gross? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. possible. Is it
1: a reaction that it, it would go, go to the, to
0: the gross? A, yeah, that, that's a reaction, yeah. And but if, if you don't go to the gross, then you don't get a reaction. Yeah, that can be, usually that's what happens. First you think and then you do, but um, not everybody does. The, I mean, if you did every, all the things that went in your mind, then that would be, that would be pretty hard, <laughs> you would. <laughs> Very difficult. For devotees, we think of Krishna, so it's not so difficult. But for other people, nope, so many thoughts are there all day long, they're thinking of things. And being in the material world, is hard to be positive. It's hard to think positive because you have bad association. Yes, any other question?
1: George Harrison's talk that and they say,
0: George Harrison? Okay, I think it's a comment. Mm -hmm. About George Harrison, yeah, he he was a devotee. He was a devotee and he made many devotees by his singing.
1: True. I I heard that he asked uh, from yeah but, uh, uh, what should I do? Yeah. Uh, and uh, he answered that you're a singer, you should keep singing. Yeah. this is your.: Yeah, he asked family. if
0: he should shave up and join the ashram. and probably right. said, no. You shouldn't do that." Uh, yeah. Many not. He was not the only one, but many people probably told that to. Peter Burwash, a famous tennis player. He also said the same thing. He said the same thing. But I, I know many people say, tell me, oh, because I heard Hare Krishna and George Harrison's song, then I became a devotee. Any other questions or comments? Yes.
1: From the whole lecture? Or from this picture? This one. Oh, okay. No, from the whole thing. You mean, earlier there was about the, when the car was beaten, that, that you should, if you de- identify somebody who is giving you. Then you will get the same it seems, Yeah, It mean, doesn't yeah.
0: seem fair, does it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but as a as manager, sometimes you have to do that. Yeah, that's
0: true. Yeah, if you're a manager then you have to do it, but you have, you know, there's a way to do it. Mm. And so you need to be compassionate, and Prabhupada did things in a compassionate way. And uh, because he loved us, then we also… Um, trusted him when he chastised us too. So you have to develop a good relationship with um, the people who you manage. Mm. You have to develop a nice relationship, so then they will trust you when you have some um, criticism and some way to improve. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, Thank you very much, Mother. You mentioned nicely about how this special order of this these our principles Oh cleanliness, of cleanliness mercy, aesthetic, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. and truthfulness. Yeah. Can you elaborate that? Is it? Hmm? Can elaborate more on that? Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, cleanliness for brahmacharis, uh, because uh, when you're a student, especially, you need to be very clean. Cleanliness means inside and outside. Inside and outside. And another, there's actually two different versions here in. The first canto, seventeenth chapter, it is said cleanliness for brahmacharis. But if you read third canto, twelfth chapter, it says education. So there's two actually things that brahmacharis have to do: education and cleanliness. Yes, and then for grihastas, um, it is also two different things. In seventeenth, it's daya, mercy and in, in the second uh, third canto twelfth chapter it's dana charity but charity is mercy or you can see the relationship how grihasthas have, have to support the other three brahmachariyas vanaprasthas and Yasi. they are all supported by grihasthas so that is uh, so that's how the grihasthas show mercy and also charity and then vanaprasas are meant to do austerity after going through a grihasta the materialistic life. They're meant to renounce and use, use the remaining time of their life to preach, to do something for the movement, for, for Krishna consciousness. And sannyasi's truthfulness, they must uh, serve the absolute truth. And this is described in Sir Kento, twelfth chapter. I don't remember, be thirty-two, something like that. Okay. Any other questions?
1: Yes. How do the four regulatory principles relate to the four?
0: Um, well, if you if you read the purport, you'll get an idea. It's a thir- three. First on 17th chapter, I can't remember the exact verse, but I might have it here. I don't want to speculate, but cleanliness, mercy of course is no meat-eating. Cleanliness, I've heard different versions, I means all this is sex I've heard, and gambling is truthfulness, intoxication, austerity. Let me see if I can find the verse actually maybe chapter seven. Oh, twenty-four? No, I'll
1: say, but maybe it's
0: maybe. Oh you got it? Just a moment. Oh yeah, I don't have it here. Yeah, I don't have it. it sounds right. <laughs> it sounds right.
1: That was so yeah. Twenty four. In the age of Satya truthfulness, your four legs were established hmm. by the four principles of posterity, cleanliness, mercy and truthfulness. Right. But it appears that three of your legs are broken due to the rampant irreligion in the form of pride, lust for women and intoxication.
0: Intoxication, yeah, there's different versions. There's mm-hmm. different versions. Uh, yes.
1: It seems like uh, Personality of Kali, he entered to uh, brightness of uh, mm-hmm. Shlingit. Yeah, exactly. Can you
0: elaborate more on that? Yeah, um Yeah, we 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 have to find who. Wh- how did Kali enter? So this is how Kali entered, actually. Some say it was the Battle of Krikshetra, but no, it was before. Uh, well, it was after, actually, when. Um, when, uh, this and and the thing is uh, it was the brahmanas who were responsible for the decline of the age for the entry of Kali but it was a child so you can't you can't really blame the child because he was under underage he was just a child so you can't blame him you can't say oh it's because of this brahmanas it's true but actually in the same time it's not. Uh, and mahabharata it is said that if you're you nobody is responsible for his sinful reactions until he's the age of 14 so he was underage he was under 14 so he was not respons- so the, that's the father was lamenting because he it's his responsibility now saying why how why did you do this
1: The other mm-hmm. um, just to uh, go to go back to the question asked before how do you uh, keep order let's say if you have to punish somebody right if you a manager mm-hmm. or military commander or even when a mother punishes a child for example how to do it without getting any bad reactions back because you're gonna do action I've heard and please correct me or confirm that this is correct that as long as you do it without any anger or hate in your heart, just for educational yeah. purposes to give yeah. order, uh, that's acceptable, depending on your position.
0: Yeah, it, it, there are books on parenting which recommend you don't show any emotion.
1: No emotion, yes.
0: No emotion. That's right. But you just give consequences. But the thing is, before punishing, it's not you should just punish, you know, without them knowing why. You should tell them before anything happens, you should establish some rules that if you do this, then this will happen.
1: Like a verbal warning type of thing. Yeah.
0: If you do this, then this then uh, then tomorrow you will not go out, you will stay home, you will not go with your friends. Whatever. Like that. Things like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's hard to be a manager, but Pariksit was, is the example. He, he, it was his duty to kill Kali, because Kali was breaking the rules. The rules, if you beat a cow, if you hurt a cow, you, you die. But he didn't kill him. He applied the rules compassionately and intelligently. He said, okay, I'll give you four places to live. But then Kali said, but there's no there's such four places in your kingdom where should I go?" He said, okay, you can live if somebody is hoarding gold, somebody is keeping money, you in that money. And we see a lot of times some people win the lottery and then they end up much worse yes. than before. They, I mean, uh, they get problems in their families, their relationships, and even I heard one such person, the daughter killed herself, she had an overdose of drugs, and it's like they don't know how to use it. They don't know how. To. That's why they didn't give money to the um, shooters before. They gave them all food, all clothes, nice place to live, everything they got, but not extra money.
1: Because it would actually make, uh, make it bad for them. So it would yeah. Make it worse. Makes it worse.
0: Yeah, and we see the examples um, today. Okay. Thank you very much, Hare Krishna. Hare, Krishna. Hare, Krishna. Hare, Krishna. Hare Krishna.
1: I have one book left, if anybody wants it. i give you money tomorrow. Okay. Hare Krishna. have I had five. We'll next time on Sunday, in the Sunday Peace Program at 4 p.m. And then on Monday morning, uh, beginning at 7:15 a.m., there will be Srimad Mata class. And tomorrow, we will have Ratha Yatra festival. We will start in the center in the, from the Naring Katori near come, just uh, the, the market place in the Gampi school, Compiègue shopping center. So we will start at 1:30 p.m. Please come and take part, even if it rains. Please come. It's a very nice festival. Wonderful festival. But let's hope that it does good.